0: Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti financial advisor. Welcome to our show. It's for you and about you, those of you guys that work so hard for your money and you want your money to start working harder for you now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not in bazillion years from now, but right now, so you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, it's not just about getting rich. It's about living a rich life because as you're blessed financially, you have a greater ability to create more impact and, and really blessings in the lives of others. And guys, I appreciate you allowing me to be able to create that blessing in your lives. Um, thank you again for blessing my life in the way that you allow me to have a platform here to where you guys are binging and sharing and allowing me to be able to share with you with the things I've learned over the years, as well as many of the, our guests. As a reminder, you know if you haven't done so already, go to our Facebook page, go check out the Money Ripplers group you know we invite all of you guys anybody who considers yourself a rippler go to that group it's an awesome place where we could actually talk and interact and and share things as well so be sure to go check that out hey how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money and get this it's only a thousand dollars or more that you need to invest guys that's exactly what secured Investment Corp does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually earn return double digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA friendly and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money too. So guys, if you if you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. So I've got a a a great guest for us today, right? So, uh, you know, uh, this is a guest that I've actually been working with for more than a decade. This might be one of my one of my oldest clients, you know, that I'm still currently working with. That uh, which is so cool to have that experience. I have one other client like that as well, but um, but Jared and Selena um, both live out in in uh, northeastern Nevada. They're ranchers out there. Been married for 25 years, and the parents of nine children. So if you thought it was crazy, I had eight and between a blended family. They've got nine. So uh, they've got me beat big time. Um, Last year, they actually welcomed their first granddaughter to the family, too, by the way. Um, They're third generation ranchers managing the operation of Jared's grandfather and father built uh, there in Nevada. Um, He's a lifelong learner and been applying and teaching principles of holistic ranch management. He's also mentored many young people uh, seeking to get a start in agriculture. Uh, Some have even gone on to purchase, lease and manage their own ranches. Uh, so the Sorensons of Raisin and market grass-fed beef. They teach on-site and, and virtual classes and offer internships on the ranch. Uh, he even published a book last year. Uh, so, And you can actually check out their website, rubymountainfoods.com, because if you're looking for great grass-fed foods and, and actually really, truly organic stuff, uh, you should definitely check that out.
1: So, Jared, welcome to our show. Hey, thanks, Chris. Thanks for that introduction. Yeah, pleasure to right. be on the show with you.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I, mean, I was just, you know, joking with you when we were off the air. I was like, man, you know, springtime looks great, even though we're recording this in the dead of winter. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. You have to have, you have to have pictures to remember, right? So
0: <laughs> that's right. Just pictures to warm up by, you know, when it's cold on those cold, dark yeah. days. So. Uh... Well, great. Well, fill us in on the gaps a little bit more, like tell us more about how you were raised. I mean, obviously you're a rancher, but uh, tell us about kind of like your money story and for you and Selena and and how you are to where you are today.
1: Yeah, you bet. You bet. So as you mentioned, we're third generation ranchers. We grew up with uh, with definitely the mindset that you work hard for your money. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that whole biblical principle by the sweat of your brow. And so um, uh, that's good that's good. It also is a little bit challenging. And I'll talk a little bit about, you know, the challenge of breaking that mindset and, and coming up with, you know, new paradigms that actually serve you. Um, So you and I met, um, well, let me back up even before we met in the early 2000s, I read um, some of Robert, Robert Kiyosaki's works, the rich dad books, and I thought, dang, this really resonates with me. You know, I like the idea of having passive income of having assets that work for you. And, um, and so as much as I got excited about it, it was like, I never really did anything because I didn't have anybody to show me the way or hold my hand. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember reading another book by a gal and I even looked her up and I called her and I says, Hey, will you mentor me? She says, no, you don't need a mentor. I'm like, what? I'm asking you, please. (laughs) You have things figured out. You've gone down the road a little farther than I have. Teach me what you know. And she's like, no, it's all in the book. And um, I was a little put out, right? Because uh-huh. uh, I thought maybe, you know, that's what people needed to do. They had things figured out. And I believed in that mentor principle. Well, in about 2010, our, our business transitioned a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we sold part of the ranch, um, part of my dad's estate. And I continued managing the rest of the ranch. Um, I was in my, let's see, early 30s then. And I came across a financial program and I thought, okay, this is it. It was a big investment, you know, and that's why I invested. And I thought, okay, I'm going to find the answers here in this program. And they taught me more about passive investing. They taught me about, you know, tapping into your your life's mission and your sole purpose. And I thought, this is great. Okay. I really am passionate about teaching. I love ranching, but I want to teach. Mm -hmm. So I opened a business. I hired a website designer, got a website URL, opened a business. I had the I went and took training courses on how to teach and how to mentor. And I just thought I'm doing what God wants me to do, and it's just gonna work. Yeah. The phone never rang and nobody showed up. (laughs) And I'm like, what is wrong with this picture? This isn't I knew it was what I was supposed to be doing, right? It was what I was passionate about. But that started kind of a about a decade long of really pretty severe financial struggle for us yeah because we'd just come out of a business model that had worked for my dad and grandpa for a long time we transitioned and I realized you know I when I started that business I hired um, I hired a manager for the ranch and I thought okay I'm still going to be the owner I'm going to adopt this minor onset, own set. This, uh, what's the word? The mindset of an owner is what I was looking yeah. for. Um, and so I hired this manager. And as we got down the road a little ways, I realized that the 2% that we were off in our philosophies over a couple of years created a lot of tension. Mm. And so ultimately, um, <clears throat> we were deeper in debt. And I just really had to pull back. I said, okay, now's not the right time to teach. I closed our consulting, teaching, mentoring business. Um, I went from three employees down to just me and my family running the ranch, We restructured mm-hmm. things. And uh, so in the matter of just a couple of years, it kind of, it seems like it collapsed, but it was actually kind of a, kind of a time of rebuilding. Yeah. So over the last decade, I, uh, this is one of the girls in our family <laughs> here, over the last decade, it has been just a truly learning experience, and I've come to appreciate um, all of the experience—the good, the bad, the pain, the ugly—and um, also appreciate those who have gone before and have figured some things out, and those who are really willing to teach. So, so that's a little bit of the a little bit of the backstory, and kind of gets us to you know to the point that I guess when you're humble enough, you're willing to learn and you'll, you know, you'll start to figure things out. Right. That's right. That's true. You know, when the
0: student's ready, the teacher appears, don't they? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And, and it's, it's been interesting just kind of watching that evolution in the process. Cause you know, we, we talked about various ways, like, cause obviously being a rancher, I mean, one thing, I think a lot of people don't realize that one of your business biggest expenses, is not just management of the ranch, but it's also just dealing with the taxes. I mean, you remind <laughs> me, how many acres do you have again?
1: Um, so we we operate we own about twelve thousand acres we lease an additional twelve thousand so <laughs> that's like a little mini city I mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> <It really laughs> we is. are in the desert in Nevada not everything looks as lush and green as the is my photo in the background but right it's it's hard for people to kind of grasp you know the size and scope of that yeah um, but it is a um it is a, it is a very labor intensive business but like any business it's a business right right. So taking on truly that owner mindset has been, again, a transition and a challenge to kind to of to the point where I realize, you know, okay, what what is the opportunity cost of me working in the business, right? The whole yeah. principle versus me working on the business and making strategic decisions and utilizing our assets. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of where I think you've really helped us to, to see the opportunities that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, it's, it's a matter of not just the opportunity cost of the time, you know, of what I can be doing, but also really a financial cost. So, um, I really believe in the principle of stewardship and land stewardship, yeah. and I'm really passionate about regenerating land. Um, yeah. but I, you know, without a margin, like Stephen Covey says, there's no mission so there has you have to be profitable, right? You have to be yeah. profitable as much as as your good intentions are there. Um, if there's not the means to be able to provide for your needs, needs of your family, your employees and build that mission, mm-hmm. then, you know, it's going to die on the vine. And so that's where I really had to step back and say, OK, yes, I believe that we can be profitable in agriculture, but we're managing an asset here, which is Many times inflated beyond the ability for it to be able to return off of what it can produce on the land. There's probably a more eloquent way to say that. But so the land has the ability to produce so much. Mm -hmm. But right now, land prices are super inflated. Mm -hmm. Even though we inherited the land, um, operating expenses have continued to go up. We do have some debt that we have to service. And so to expect that the cattle alone are going to pay for all that. I think it's pretty unrealistic in today's day and age. So um, what can we do to be able to leverage and be able to utilize the equity that we have to generate cash flowing opportunities. And so kind of back to what I learned years ago from Kiyosaki is like, Oh, okay. Now it's finally starting to click Mm -hmm. uh, what that means to like, get out of the rat race and to be financially free. Um, Yeah.
0: And that's and that's a good point i mean i think y- your perspective from being a rancher is like hey listen it's <laughs> it's great it's a great life but you know you know you have to be constantly working the sweat of your brow all of your life you know, if you're uh, especially if you if you don't have these multiple streams of income coming in and and uh and your in your particular situation is really interesting too because it's not like every bank is saying oh yeah i give loans on ranches right it's it's not like a yeah. typical like oh i've got equity in my house this is like a very complex thing that you're having to go through over the years to get to the point where finally now you're like all right and now we can finally start cash flow on some of this land and you know start you know getting that you know into the six figures of passive income you know which
1: is a, is huge yeah yeah so that's that's where I really appreciate that you've stretched us and helped us to see the opportunities that are there like because we're so limited but the real limitation is just in our thinking. I firmly believe that. Right. Yeah. We're, we're sitting on an asset, you know, worth of however millions of dollars. And yet we're living where we had been living over the past decade. Like we're broke. Yeah. because We were broke mentally. Right. We like did a broke millionaire. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, And so that kind of back to that, you know, by your sweated, by the sweat of your brow, what does it mean? What does that scripture actually mean? What does that principle mean? Yeah. Um, and I've had to, I've kind of had to go through some reprogramming in this, you know, the mental reprogramming of like my value is not tied to the work that I do physically. Right. it's not even tied to the work that I can do mentally. I have innate value because of who I am. And as I've come to accept who I am, it's like taking the pressure off of having to live up to not even my parents or grandparents expectations. Cause I feel at peace with that. But it was like this false expectation that I put on myself of who I needed to be or what I needed to do, which was completely unreal and unreasonable. Mm-hmm. And so as I've been able to like, accept and love myself and realize that I'm okay with all the mistakes that I've made. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I dropped out of high school to go to college. I dropped out of college to come back and manage the ranch. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I have no, you know, I have, I have no degree but man, have I had an education (laughs) and it's been an expensive (laughs) one. It's been an expensive education. So, so I've had to reprogram and and realize that, you know, yes, it's, it's good to work hard. Physical labor is a good principle, Mm -hmm. but again, you're so limited, right? There's only so much physical labor you can do in a day with your strength. And so talk about leverage. That's what the real leverage is is using your mental capacity and then tapping into the relationships of others have strengths where you might be weak to be able to build a team. And I think that is really the only way we can build true wealth. I mean, the idea of the rugged, rugged individualist, I mean, those guys generally get eaten Uh, you know, they're the, they're the early adopters and pioneers and Mm -hmm. it's the ones who collaborated, you know, that we, that tell stories. And so anyway, that's, I guess, another principle you've helped us to learn is like, I don't have to know it all. I don't have to figure it all out on my own. And if I do, I'm not going to live long enough to figure it out, like tap into what other people know. So. Exactly. Yeah. What, uh, what do you, what do you feel
0: like this, you know, as we're talking about this, like the passive income, what does that do for your family? Like what do you feel it gives your
1: family to have that passive income coming in? Um, boy, it gives us a true sense of freedom. Mm-hmm. Like, the uh, you know, the whole freedom versus security idea. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of people chase that security and it's very elusive, but when you realize what freedom is, that's what it's done for me. And I think that's kind of what I've tapped into, you know, especially over this last year is like, wow, what if, you know, what if we could go on vacation and we had um, assets that were generating income? and I didn't have to worry about the cows getting out on the highway or (laughs) irrigating or who's fixing the fence or whatever, you know, those, those things are going to be working for us. And um, and so I think that's where the stewardship comes in of like, yes, you can steward the land, but a lot of those things can be delegated. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think it applies to whatever business it is, right. Yeah. That in the business work, a lot of that can be delegated to people who love to do it. There's people who love to come and irrigate and build fence. work in businesses and i think there's people who even love to sweep floors and warehouses you know they're grateful for that yeah so let them do that but if we're going to be entrepreneurs and owners then we have to you know do the things that are that really you know only we can do we're the ones that have the vision right and we cannot have somebody else can't give us that vision somebody else can't do that for us
0: yeah I agree. It's that personal accountability, that stewardship that you have. And yeah, ultimately it does come down to you. You know, that's, that's the thing I love. That's the ownership mentality. I always love to hear, you know, because so many people will, you know, want to rely on somebody else to give them, you know, those things, like just give me the education or give me the answers and I'll just do whatever. Right. Like, and that's, and that's how people get hurt. You know, that's how, that's how people get duped by the media, right. You get duped by everybody because they're always trying to turn over everything to somebody else versus trying to work as a team, work with them, be interdependent versus just to be
1: dependent upon somebody else. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, you know, where I appreciate your idea of what a a financial advisor truly is, right? Yeah. You've never told us, just do this. Mm -hmm. You've given us lots of options and you've explored, okay, what, what are your needs? What are your desires? What is the legacy that you want to leave for your family right and here's some options you do the due diligence you take ownership and um and so i think that's truly empowering right but not all people are i mean we haven't we haven't grown up to think that way chris right? yeah <laughs> we just we're told what to do in school we're told what to do by our bosses mm-hmm. and so it's a it's a shift but it's truly it leads to independence yeah and uh You know, I think that's really what America was founded on was were were these type of principles, right? Not being told what to do and everything. So,
0: into that, yeah. Well, where do you see yourselves going as a family or for yourself in the future? Like, where do you where do you see the vision for yourself?
1: You bet. Great question. So, um, we we truly want to create a legacy within agriculture. Mm -hmm. Um, So we realize that that is a big part of what we're what we're going to do is continue to steward the land um we're helping other young people to get involved in agriculture to be able to bridge that um okay i'll be right there (laughs) to be able to bridge that uh that gap and so maybe they can't go and buy a place Mm -hmm. but they can come and work on a place you know and learn the skills um and so that's kind of the legacy that we want to leave. Not everybody has the blessing, opportunity, and challenge of inheriting a place like my wife and I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very grateful for it, but yet, you know, not everybody can do that. So um, so that the education piece is still a big part of it. We still continue to produce grass-fed beef. We're very passionate, Salina specifically, about producing um, and feeding families good nourishing food, helping to be able to heal people yeah. with food. Let medicine, let food be thy medicine. And, um, and so, um, I also am continuing to market my book and I'm building a, um, coaching program that kind of goes along with that book. And I'm specifically looking at working with men who have the entrepreneurial spirit, you know, who want to be able to build businesses and provide for their families and, uh, you know, truly step up and be, and be men, right. Mm-hmm. and get out of their parents' basements and do the things that, that God put them on this earth to do. And yeah, uh, so that's that's where I really get excited about that. So it's kind of, it seems like a, like a broad thing, mm-hmm. but it kind of boils down to really faith in God, uh, supporting the family, supporting freedom, building that personal integrity, and then regenerative agriculture, which seems like an outlier, but if mm-hmm. you look at the founding era, agriculture was a big part of how America was was founded, and I think that absolutely, you know, everybody's going to need to eat, mm-hmm. right? And our our current agriculture system is a whole nother topic, but our current agriculture system is not sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. There has to be a revolution whereby, and we've seen that in COVID, where supply chains break down and grocery store shelves go empty, mm-hmm. and so if we can step back and um, and i don't expect everybody to grow their own food but yeah. if we can step back and realize that we're extremely productive in american agriculture how can you buy from me and i exchange with you on a local level right, right. rather than depending on this big hugely seemingly efficient but very fragile system mm-hmm. um and it's not just in you know it's not just in food it's in everything right now yeah. so i think we're at a, we're at a tipping point And I want to be ahead of that curve and being able to help so that families don't suffer the consequences of, you know, not having the food, not having the the shelter and the basic needs of life. So that's right. Long Um, answer to short question, Chris, but (laughs) no, I mean, that's that's
0: what I love. And and I'll admit, (laughs) I kind of geek out on your website when I go to rubymountainfoods.com, you know, and. And, uh, look at the meat because, um, even we've noticed my wife and I, you know, our family, we eat organic, you know, um, uh-huh. and we've started to grow our food. We have chickens now. And, you know, we, we got our massive yeah. 1.2 acres, um, compared to your 14,000, you know, but, uh, but still, um, I mean, we, we've even noticed, I mean, like food, even trying to find good, like food, that's like the, the heritage type stuff is harder to find, um, and even meat, like we even noticed, like we we do like Costco organic meat, right, or grass fed mm-hmm. beef, and we've even noticed that there's like a decline in quality even over the last few yeah. years. And the crazy <clears> thing <throat> is, your beef is like the same price as Costco, right, per per pound. I mean, it's like it's great. And so uh, I, mean, I keep telling my wife, like let's rotate through all of our meats. So we make enough room for all of you know all of their your guys's meat, you know, that we can have in there and try it out. Because okay. even trying like fresh chicken you know like real true free-range chicken is way different than even just organic chicken from the store you know it's it's not the same you know
1: yeah yeah and that'd be a fun topic to to talk about because i think people need to understand what you've come to understand like Mm -hmm. there is a difference huge um just because it has a label doesn't necessarily mean that it's nutrient dense or that it's quality Mm -hmm. or that it was even raised in the u.s a lot of organic comes from different countries and but it has a usda label and so right you know there's a whole there's a whole lot of education and and maybe that would be better left for my wife selena because she's the one super passionate about it but definitely Mm -hmm. plug into the website ruby mountain foods um you know you can follow uh selena and me on our on our respective facebook pages and um and kind of just tap or check in and see what we're up to because yeah these are the topics that we are super passionate about and Mm -hmm. And I'm just grateful that we have, you know, again, that ability to be able to live our missions because we are working towards financial freedom. We're not there yet. Right. Right. It's not like we can say, oh yeah, you know, I've reached that or I'm, my passive income is exceeded my needs and now I'm ready to retire, but we have a plan to yep. be able to get there. And that's we're a lot closer than you were. <laughs> yeah. That provides so much freedom. Um, just the ability to be able to think clearly and not worry about things and not stress about things. That's man, that if I could tell your listeners anything, is just you know, get started. Wherever you are, you're in the perfect spot. You know, don't look back, just look and be okay with where you're at and look forward a little bit, set some financial goals. Um, really work on that mindset, you know, just like I had to do of uh, what it means to work hard. Um overcome the addictions and bad habits that you might have around money
0: and uh <laughs>
1: okay i will be right there was we're cows are talking to you again <laughs> <laughs> um and i think the other thing is just as as you know i don't believe in saving money in the bank i think that's stupid yeah. but i believe in the discipline of saving money yeah. of like taking 10 percent the richest man in babylon principle And setting that aside. And so if it's in the bank where you're not even keeping up with inflation, I think the Mm -hmm. discipline principle out overrides the return in that aspect. And so if you could start in one place, that would probably be it is just say, okay, there's going to be 10%. I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to consider it. Even if you are paying tithing, that's not your 10%. This is about building you, building that mindset. And building that discipline. And then once you do that, then you can, it, it it's just really freeing because then you can start to see there's other options and opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Wise words, Jared. Really appreciate that. So oh, you yeah well, I'm just maybe parroting back what you've taught me over the years
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: amazing like, I can't imagine how who, who's awesome no it's, <laughs> no it's it's true like I mean really just taking that hmm. culmination of it I mean it's true it's uh, I mean there's so much within, within that stewardship and those principles you've learned to you know manage your money, manage your stewardship right um, and definitely yeah appreciate the, the fact that you know like everybody I mean when we're talking about to Jared here I mean it's all about starting from wherever you are, right? You know, start from where you stand, start somewhere, start that journey, start that progression towards the right place. You know, it doesn't matter how difficult it might seem, or if it seems like it's too far out of reach. The, the truth is that the only way to get it within reach is to start moving towards that goal and, and doing it the right way. So yeah. again, appreciate your time here today, Jared. You've been awesome. Oh, thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Chris grateful for the opportunity and thanks for what you're doing to teach true and correct principles to the world. And, uh, man, just, uh, keep, keep doing it because the world needs your message more now, more than ever.
0: I will, you know, Tom Brady might've retired my, my twin, but I'm not retiring myself. So, uh, I'm still in there, but all uh, right. keep it. All up. right, man. Well, appreciate your time today. Really do. And, and everybody definitely check out rubymountainfoods.com. We'll put that in the, in the show notes there. I mean, great stuff. Um, something that, uh, again, If if it weren't for money, health is definitely one of my most passionate things too. So uh, we may have to have another show. just talking about that topic alone. But uh, in any case, guys, remember, it's always just about starting that first step, taking that journey, taking action now. Go and make it a wonderful and prosperous week. See you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now.